Hey, welcome to the Birthing Experience, where we help coaches birth their mastery. Every week, we bring new episodes to help you master your mindset, messaging, marketing, and money. Follow us on social media at The Birthing Experience Show to continue the conversation. Here's your host, the master midwife. Hey guys, we are here. We are here and we are live in living color. Welcome to the Birthing Experience, guys, episode four. My name is Niala Phillip, the master midwife. And I'm so excited because today is my first ever master midwife moment, right? So this master midwife moment is something I came up with to help me bring people in to assist me with my job because no expert becomes an expert alone, right? There are always people that are there that can assist us with what we are doing. And that's what the master midwife moment is all about. Every month we're bringing an expert to come in who's gonna help us with helping you prep, plan, push, and produce your mastery, okay? So um, what's up, Alisa? How are you, darling? Hi, Niala. I am so excited to be here tonight with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hey, Sina. How are you? Hey, Tina. How are you? Yes, Elisa. I am excited. I'm excited because I can't wait to really tell everybody how we came together. Um, You know, so I'm just excited to give people some of the history, right? Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So since we're now getting started, guys, do us a favor and share this out. This week, we're talking all about four reasons why you have yet to birth your vision, right? So just in case you are new to the birthing experience, this is a online video show where we show up live every week, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's all about bringing you the right kind content to help you birth your mastery, okay? So this month we're focused on mastering your mindset. And for me, there's no one else that I could have brought to the table. No one else that I could have brought to the table for this one. So Elisa Lachelle, who's on with us, she is known as the empowerment specialist. She's a motivational speaker. She's a marketing strategist and an empowerment coach. Um, And what I love is she also has a show, (laughs) Mic Drop Mondays, people. Mic Drop Mondays, which happens every Monday, 9 p.m., right? Mm-hmm. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Facebook. So I'm really, really excited to get all up in her head with you guys today <laughs> because she drops it, okay? That's why her show was called Mic Drop Monday, because she <laughs> drops it, okay? Um, so if you haven't shared this out, again, take a moment to share this out. If you are here again, like you, this is the second or third time you're here with us, Put hashtag I'm back below. And if you are new, put hashtag new and tell us where you are tuning in from so we can say hello. So, Elisa, can you see the comments on your side? I can. Okay, so Latoya is here. Thank you for joining, Latoya. Yes, she does. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she does. All right, so um, before we get in, And I do want to tell you a little bit more about Elisa, but let's first 
introduce you to the birthing experience, all right? Um, so the birthing experience was created by me, the master midwife, um, and it came about because I really felt like there were a lot of people holding on to their purpose, holding on to their vision, um, and not putting themselves in the right position to really produce um, in their businesses. This show is mostly for coaches. Well, all the way for coaches um, and people who have a message, who wants to be able to turn their message into a business where they can impact um, thousands and millions of people around the world with their story and their skills, right? So um, as the master midwife, I'm a trained professional, right? With the expertise and the skills to help you recognize birth and master your true purpose. And with Elisa as the empowerment specialist, come on guys. If you do not know who she is, she is all about helping you rebuild, renew, and restore from the inside out, okay? So her signature uh, statement is, you can't fix what you won't face. I love it. And we are going to be facing some things, right, Elisa? Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to be facing some things tonight. So our topic is overdue and over it. Overdue and over it. So when I saw the topic, I, and, and by the way, guys, let me do my little introduction. By the way, <laughs> you know what's coming, right? By the way, Elisa is my creative content manager for the birthing experience. <laughs> so I am happy to introduce that. She has been my right hand through me birthing this process. Mm. She has been the person who I call anytime can i speak to you for a moment when i'm having my push moments right wow. when i'm having my moments of being afraid or um second guessing what i'm going to say when it's time to come live um just that person to help me push and help me be able to come here and help you push so um thank you so much for that elisa oh you're so welcome <laughs> So let's talk about overdoing over it, right? Let's talk about that. When you hear that, Elisa, what does that mean to you? So, you know, I was thinking, I was um, I was grateful that you asked me. I was like, please let her ask me about overdoing over it. So here's what I was thinking about. In the natural, especially those of us that uh, are mothers, right? I believe that everything in the natural parallels what should happen mentally, spiritually, emotionally. I think there's a parallel. And so I was thinking that a lot of times we'll get comfortable holding things. We'll get comfortable being a carrier, right? And so I was thinking as a mother, a lot of times we get excited just to be carrying something. We're saying, hey, I'm excited. I'm carrying a child. I don't know if it's a boy, it's a girl. And then we just get caught up in just the whole ambiance of buying baby clothes and getting furniture and, and letting people see us and say, oh my goodness, how far along are you? And carrying on about morning sickness. And sometimes we get so caught up in the fact that we're carrying something that we forget the fact that, hey, at some point, you know, you got to give birth to that. At some point, you know, it's time to let that thing go. But sometimes we have an attachment complex, I believe, and we get caught up in the idea because sometimes, and this is something that really came to me today, sometimes we get attention because we're carrying something. Yeah. And we realize that once we birth it, now it's a whole entity by itself and it has to stand alone without us. And now fear sets in. Like, wait a minute, as long as it was in me, I could guard 
guard it. I could protect it. I could monitor it. If I didn't want people around it, I didn't have to have them. You know, I was I was over this. But at some point, what happens with us in the natural is that our physical body starts getting tired. Our physical body starts getting to the place uh, where we start saying, you know what, I'm my, I'm getting stretch marks. Um, you know, I'm hot all the time. We start getting to the point where uh, we're saying my back hurts. We start getting to the point where we're nauseous. And finally, we say, look, I'm over this. I, I, I'm over it. I just I've been carrying this kid too long. All right. Now it's time to go. And so I think what has to happen for us when it comes to our vision, when it comes to our mastery, when it comes to our purpose, uh, it has to get to a place where it's uncomfortable for us to keep holding on to it. It has to get to a place where we get tired of people asking us, you haven't had that baby yet? And so before we used to gloat about it, but now we're like, I'm so tired of these people asking me that. I'm ready to just have this baby. And so I think overdoing over it means, look, you've been, care you've been talking about writing the books. You've been talking about being a coach. You've been talking about doing all this stuff, but now you're tired of people asking. You haven't, you haven't done it yet. And so you're overdue and over it. So that's where that's why I'm excited that this is what we're talking about tonight. Yeah. So I'm having a choke moment. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So you guys see that when things are live like this, you cannot help it. I just literally <laughs> had a choke moment <laughs> while you were speaking. But yes, um, I agree with you. There's something that you said that I want to stick on. And you said that sometimes when a woman gets pregnant, they get so excited with being happy that they're pregnant with, you know, buying the clothes, setting up the nursery, all the outer things. Um, and it brings me back to business. Uh, a lot of coaches struggle with that. You know, I come up with this idea and I want the beautiful website. I want the beautiful pictures. I want everything to look great on the outside because I'm so happy about this idea. But do I have what I need in place to make this happen? Um, so yes. let's stick on that for a moment. How do you what's your take on that? So, yeah, I think that's what happens is uh, when when you're overdoing over it, I think a lot of the times the reason why we procrastinate, I can remember personally, and this is a true story. Um, it was I want to say it was my third, my third child, three kids. Right. Well, they're almost grown. Right. But my youngest, she's 17. She'll be 18 this year. But but when I was pregnant with her, I was not ready. Like I was not ready to give her. I really was just taking in the fact that I had got a little thick when I was pregnant with her. And man, my face was clear and my hair was shiny. I mean, I was just glowing. And I remember going to the doctor one day and he said, hey, uh, it's time to give birth. You you need to get to the hospital. And I panicked. That's it. And I wasn't panicking because I was hurting. I wasn't panicking for any reason except the fact that I wasn't ready. I hadn't got a bag. And I was sitting there saying, no, 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 no. It's some things that I still wanted to do. So let me hold on to this. Can I hold on to this baby? And then we can just do this later. And he was like, you have one hour, whatever you need to get get it and get to the hospital because I didn't know that there was a high risk I needed to have her and so oh. I didn't know and so sometimes I think what happens with us in the natural is we're so busy holding on to our mastery holding on to our purpose holding on to that vision uh, that we're not realizing when it's time to go we panic when they're saying hey I want you to speak at my um my next event do you have your cards do you have a and we're saying oh my goodness I don't have any of that 
ready. Whoa, wait a minute. Or I want to put you on the platform. You said you had a book coming out. Have you done it? We're not ready. And so panic sits in, I believe, because we're not properly prepared. And so we go into panic mode and we want to hold on to what we have because we're not ready for it to be produced yet. And that's why we're overdue. That's why we're overdue. Exactly. And the longer, you know, this brings us to our first hashtag message. So those of you who are new to us, if there's something that you hear that speaks to you tonight, definitely share this out um, and just drop a hashtag message below. All right. Because as I listen to you, it brings me to my first hashtag moment for the night, which is the longer you delay, the more you risk decay. Oh, yes, ma'am. That is mic drop. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because, um, you know, when you think of pregnancy, it's like once you get to the moment when it's time for you to push, it's time for you to give birth. You can't hold it in. No, you you can't. You have to push. You have no choice. And when you do, you're you're causing complications. You risk losing your child and, you know, you risk decay. That's so true. Yeah, that's so true. You know, I was thinking in the natural, Niala, um, one of the things that I learned in the natural is that when you go past your due date, the very nutrients that used to help your baby grow now causes your baby to have trauma. And so what happens is, uh, you know, you have the bag around them and you have the amniotic fluid and all of those nutrients that the baby's getting. uh, But statistically, if that baby stays in there too long, now that same fluid that was giving them nutrients is drying out their skin, causing the hair to fall out. Now their organs that need room to stretch and grow are being cramped up. And so if you don't hurry up and deliver, if they don't do a, a, an emergency C-section, guess what? That baby is going to start regressing. And what happens, I believe, to us in our mastery, in our purpose, uh, in our vision, because we're overdue and we're still holding on to that baby, when we get ready to produce it, we're saying, why didn't people respond? Like they, like I thought they were going to do. We're saying, I thought everybody was going to be excited. Well, honey, we were excited nine months ago, but it's been a whole year and we haven't seen anything yet. And so, or you risk that baby now missing that window of opportunity to be great and to really have an impact. And so you're right. If you delay, you risk decaying. And so you risk decaying because maybe there was a window for that message or a window for that opportunity. And because you're so stuck on trying to hold on to it, you know what? Sometimes, and Miala, I don't know if this is a, uh, one of your points what I was thinking and and let's just be you know I'm real raw and relevant right <laughs> you know so I just I gotta be me right so when you're pregnant and we just mamas we gotta just tell the truth tonight yeah. um you don't know what your baby's gonna look like no nope. let's just tell the truth and I remember you know old people used to say don't joke people when you're pregnant because you'll mark your baby <laughs> you ever heard that right yeah. and so you have to be careful you're like you know I want to laugh at stuff but I want to mark my baby because when my baby's not cute and so there's this moment where you're happy for the delivery but you're kind of anxious about what that baby's gonna look like right so I think what happens to us sometimes when it comes to being overdue and over it is we're sometimes anxious about what our baby's gonna look like like we have all of this in our head like I hope she has my eyes I hope she has the skin color and I hope she looks like but we don't know once we put it out there and so I think what happens with our mastery with our gifts with our with our vision sometimes we're afraid to birth it because we're saying what's it gonna look like when I put it out there And, and I and I can't control how people are gonna look at it and so we get afraid and we want to hold on to it. yeah and that wasn't one of our points so we just added something extra there <laughs> 
Yeah, I totally agree with that one. It is a fear of not knowing what's going to, what's going to come of this idea. You know, what's going to come of it. So I do get it. Um, all right. So, Elisa, let's get to talking about our four reasons. All right. Our four reasons why we believe that our guests, <laughs> our viewers, and the people who are listening to us on the replay, why some of them may be struggling to birth their vision. So what is, you know, one of the reasons why you feel people are struggling? I think the very first reason why people are struggling with birthing their vision is because they're trying to deliver prematurely. Um, just like we talked about a few minutes ago, holding on to your baby, that delay can, can cause decay. Well, the same thing is true if you have a baby prematurely. Um, I've never had a preemie baby, but I know people that when they have babies prematurely uh, and something triggers them and causes them to have the baby, the, the organs are not fully developed. And so they have to go um, to, to ICU, CCU. They have to go uh, to NCU with the babies and the, the natal intensive care unit. And, and they have to be constantly monitored. And, and a lot of times you can't hold the babies because uh, there are certain things that aren't sterile or developed yet. And yeah. so mm -hmm. I think sometimes what happens in our vision and our purpose, we try to put ourselves out there too quick. Like we think it's a fad and everybody, but everybody else has a show and everybody else has a book and everybody else is networking and everybody else is a brand influencer. So I want to put my stuff out there right. and we're trying to do it prematurely. We haven't gotten to experts like you and we have taken the time to to research and we haven't taken the time to say wait a minute let, let me let me see I, I, have i miscalculated my due date mm, i thought this was gonna take message <laughs> hashtag message mm -hmm. we can miscalculate our due date you know i thought i was supposed to have this baby made a fifth no that's november 5th and all of a sudden you put a baby out there that has to be on life support because you have not looked to see is it time yet is this baby fully developed is this baby have everything it needs from me before I push it out there into the world. So I think that's probably one of the first reasons why um, we, we miss, you know, we miss the mark, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and I think when just bringing it back to since we're focused on the whole mindset, I believe that when it comes to entrepreneurs, a lot of times they're not willing to take the time needed to yes. plan. Um, they're yep. not willing to take the time needed to grow, right? Um, they don't give themselves enough time and enough space to grow. So when a woman is pregnant, they have the nine months. They have the time that they need to give that baby all its nutrients, like you said. But if you don't take those nine months, that's what causes you to deliver prematurely. And so many business owners do that. Yes. Um, and when I think of their mindset, what I would say is they don't really understand what true hard work actually looks like. Yes, that's right? good. So a lot of entrepreneurs and again, guys, if you have yet to share this, definitely share this video out because we are going to help some people tonight who are stuck with birth in their vision. Right. So when I think of, you know, a job, right? We've mm -hmm. all had a job, right? When you go on a job, it's like, I just have to put in my hours and I'll go ahead and make my paycheck, right? Um, but you're not thinking about the fact that that boss did the marketing for you. That yep. boss got people calling in for you, right? All the plans for that business to grow was already done for you. So the only thing you have to do is come in, put in your hours, get your paycheck, 
But what, what I see a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with, and I don't know if you can agree, is they come in and they treat this space just like a job. And they mm. forget that there are certain, it takes hard work. Yes. It takes hard work. And you have to be willing to put in the time that it takes to develop your yes. plans. Right? Absolutely. To put the right plans into place. I read an article and it said entrepreneurs need to learn how to be patiently impatient. Wow, that's good. Patiently impatient. And it was mm -hmm. basically saying you got to be patient because you got to be aware that to develop plans like this so you don't right deliver prematurely in order to develop a good idea and have everything in place and get in position right it's going to take time so you got to be patient yes. enough to wait the time but you also got to be impatient enough to always push past the last project push yes. past yesterday push past the last shift that you made always be willing to go against the status quo so that's what they mean when they say Entrepreneurs have to learn how to be patiently impatient. Impatient. That's good. So you don't deliver prematurely. Right? Yes. So what do you what is your take on that? So, you know, I, I think what you're saying is powerful and it brings me to what I'm thinking about. The next thing that I think happens is I think so many times we get caught up in the comparison uh, circle. And the reason why we're delivering prematurely is because we looked and we saw somebody else doing something. Oh, wow. Niala just did her show. You know what? I have a good idea. I'm going to go ahead and do mine. And they don't know that Niala spent time consulting and Ooh. drafting and working months and months ahead, three, four, five, six months beforehand, putting things together, pulling together experts to come in and consult. But all of they, all that they see is the finished product. Wow. And, you know, it's almost like since we're talking about the, this is the birthing experience. So I want to always relate it to birthing. It's just like you looking up and saying, you know how people uh put these cute babies online and then everybody hashtags baby fever. Oh, I want a baby, you know, and then you start thinking, no, I don't want a baby. You got nine months. You got to wait. You got to just hold on. Then you got to spend money. And then now listen, that baby is stuck with you for the next 18 plus years and you got to lose sleep and you yeah. got to put some things to the side that you want and put that baby first and make that baby a priority. But we deliver prematurely because we're looking at what somebody else, we're looking at them in their glory moments and we're looking at them in just the part that we see online and just the part that we put <coughs> on pictures and just the part that presented. And we're not thinking about the sleepless nights that these that that us that birth these visions have to endure we're not thinking about you know those overdrawn bank accounts mm -hmm. when you're putting everything you have out there to people and you're not thinking about all of the naysayers and all of the people that are criticizing and being rejected you know rejecting us and ostracizing you're not seeing that part you just saw the baby and yeah. so we'll deliver prematurely because we want what somebody else has but we're only seeing that side of it yeah yeah not getting the big picture. I totally <laughs> agree with that. So the second reason why I have here is a lot of people are delivering prematurely because they have yet to create a delivery plan. Oh, absolutely. What do you, what is your opinion on that one? 
So, you know, are we thinking about how are you going to birth your vision? Who's your vision for? Like I said, we're, we're talking about a delivery plan. And since this is a birthing experience, relating it to an actual birth, uh, when you get ready to have a baby, you're thinking they ask you a midwife as you are, ask you some hard questions because it's some things you need to be thinking about before we let you bring this baby in the world. Who do you want in the room? How, what's your plan for pain? Do you want us to give you medicine? Do you want us not to give you medicine? Uh, do you want to have this baby naturally? What kind of atmosphere do you want to be conducive? You know, what, what's your plan? What, where are you going to, do you have a safe place to bring this baby home? You know, a lot of hospitals won't even let you take that baby out until they know that you have a, 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 a car seat. So what's your plan? Do you have certain measures in place uh, to be able to take <clears throat> care of this baby once it's delivered? And so I think sometimes people are afraid of coaches. People are afraid because you guys will say, hey, listen, that all sounds good, but I, I don't see a car seat. Wait, wait a minute. Are you nursing or are you bottle feeding? Because you need to know the benefits if you're going to do it this way. And you need to know the repercussions if you're going to do it this way. And so a lot of times we don't have a delivery plan. We just have a good idea. And so I have a good idea and I want to put it out there. And right. coaches say, hey, wait a minute. That's a great idea. But you know this baby has to live once it leaves this hospital. You know this baby has to thrive once it gets out of our care. Once it gets from on the inside of you and facing this world, there are certain things that you need to have planned for to make sure that this baby is safe. So do you have a plan? Right. And so that's why I'm appreciative. And that's why those of us that try to master our masteries and master our mindsets around birthing visions have to have coaches, people Absolutely. that, you know, give us insight and wisdom about how, because if you've never had a baby, how do you really know? It's fine about what other people are saying, but I need somebody that's delivered babies. I need somebody that this is their field of expertise right. to help walk me through that process. Totally in agreement with you on that one. And I feel like the people who struggle with that, the mindset block that they have is they feel they can go at this alone. Mm -mm. They could go at this alone, right? So I don't need any help, right? So that's the reason why a lot of entrepreneurs suffer in silence. Yes, you know, because they're not willing to get the help that they need. Like you said, they have no clear roadmap. I put this nope. in my group earlier and I said, most coaches that I speak to struggle, you know, not because they haven't learned, because a lot of people do a whole lot of learning, but not mm -hmm. enough planning and creating the roadmap so they can actually take action on what they learn. Yep. They, yep. But they're unclear of what they're creating. Yep. And when you're unclear, you can't even create the delivery plan. Absolutely not. If you don't know the steps that you're going to take. Right. So um, we have to encourage each other to not go through this alone. Absolutely. And to really understand the importance of having a roadmap, having a plan, getting the resources that you need, putting yourself around the people that are going to be able to help you, especially yes. when you go through the pain of delivering. Yes. Absolutely. We talked about that last week. When we talked about using your pain to push and realizing that pain is a part of the territory, have we even created a plan on how we're going to deal with that? Like maybe joining yes. masterminds with people who can support us when we're going through that pain because they understand where we're at. That's the stuff that we're not thinking about. That's right. I, I agree with that. And, you know, that leads me to my next place. I was thinking, as you were saying, one of the next reasons that I think that we haven't uh, birthed our vision is because we're not in a position to push. 
we're not in a position to push Niala. I don't know about you, but when you go to the hospital and it's time to have a baby, they don't just let you roll up in there and say, you know, I'm just going to walk around and let this baby drop. Y'all just be there to catch it. You know, let just slide a nurse up under me because I'm just going to squat right here. Like, no, you don't get to do that. I have this saying, like, you can't wing it and win. Like, you don't just get to wing it around when it's time to deliver a baby. And so we're not in position. We're not in the right place. And a good midwife, a good coach, a good person that's trying to help you your master is going to say hey wait a minute if you want to ensure your safe delivery i need you to lie down i need you to elevate your feet i need you to breathe this way i need you to make sure that you're taking in fluids there's a position that you need to be in if you're going to have a successful delivery and so a lot of the reason it's we're overdoing we're over it yeah we're tired our back hurts we're carrying this thing and we're wondering why doesn't this baby come because you're not in position yet have you networked with the right people mm. Have you started communicating with people that, that are in your mastery? Have you start engaging with other people? Do you even know what your target audience is? Like, how have you set yourself up to deliver your baby? I don't know about you, but if you're going to have a baby introduction or, or a baby consecration or christening or something, you send out invitations. That's you invite right. people that you want to show up. You make sure that you have a designer gown or whatever you're going to put on that kid to be christened in. You make sure that all of the elements are in place because you're saying I am getting ready to deliver I want to position I want to be in a position that when I push this baby out that it's celebrated right. that the people that my support system is there but a lot of times we think that you just get a nice flyer and you post it and you say why didn't I get the right lights why aren't people sharing why didn't they buy my product why aren't they getting my coaching classes because you're not in the position to mm -hmm. push you have not put anything together to say I'm an expert in my field so when I show up the right people are going to listen to me and so I think a lot of that has to do with not knowing our market not mm -hmm. knowing our niche not honing down not streamlining our schedule I've heard you talk about this a lot of times and I remember um, I always have this thing have you made purpose your priority mm -hmm. and I remember one time I caught you live and you had an attitude and I was like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. And you were like, you know, basically, if I could put it my own way, you were like, I'm tired of y'all always asking me, how do you be great? And how do you get followers? And how do you get success? And how do you, you're not doing anything. What's your action item? You're just sitting around talking about being great. And, but what are the steps that you're, you haven't gotten in a position? Have you positioned yourself as, a, as an expert in your field? Have you positioned yourself to be seen? Have you positioned your message to be heard? And so I was like, let me get this little notebook. I was like, I think I emailed you. And I was like, thank you for that swift yep. kick in the behind because you literally, and sometimes it takes that for us, you were literally saying, get in position. Yeah, not get even, in position. Yeah, and you know what? It's not in some time because I want to kind of make sure that we we focus more on the, the mindset too. I feel like you could physically get in position, but you can mentally get in position. And that's what I was yes. talking about that day. It's like mentally understand what it takes. Mentally yes. understand what you have to do to get where you're going. It's so many people, they're like in the groups, right? So, oh, for those of you who do not know, I have an online Facebook group, the Business Law for Coaches. If you guys definitely want, you know, more hands-on help, you'll get that in that group. And I'm always giving content and doing workshops and showing up. And I remember that morning clearly because I woke up and it's like, you're asking for more, but you have not tried anything. 
You know, I say, okay, well, you need to use lead pages. Oh, well, how do you use lead pages? Hello, entrepreneurs are proactive and resourceful. They go on YouTube That's right. and they figure it out. You can't wait for everybody to give you everything on the silver platter. Why? Because you got to put some skin in the game. Yes. You got to get in position. I could tell I could tell you what it takes to get in position, but I can't get in position for you. The only person that could push it out is you. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Well, honey, right? you pushed me that day. <laughs> <laughs> so and, you know, as you were speaking about the whole, you know, not being in position, I was remembering with my firstborn. Right. So I was a teenage mom. Right. So I wasn't even supposed to be having no babies at that time. <laughs> but I was having my baby. And, you know, I remember um, I was not ready for the pain. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. I was very afraid of the pain. And when it was time getting closer, I don't know if you guys know, you know, when it's getting closer, the pushing is the only relief you get. Right. So you want to push because it's like. That's the only time you're not in pain is when you're pushing. Mm -hmm. And I remember when the nurse said, wait, 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 because they needed to do something with Asia before I could push. And then once the doctor did what he had to do, the lady said push. But I was so afraid, Elisa, that I wouldn't. And I remember it was a Jamaican nurse. I will remember it like it was yesterday. She came and she spoke some patois to me. And she was like, listen, we're going to give birth to this baby. You're going to cause some damage. You better push now. You know, and it was like, I wasn't in position yet. I wasn't ready yet. That's why they told me, wait. But the minute it was time, I had to be ready to go through it and push forward and get in position because it was time to give birth. And a lot of you, it's like you're either or. It's either yep. you're trying to go without having all the moving parts or you waiting too long to go and you giving other yes. people the chance to take your message. Yes. And see, let yes. me tell you something. Right, because see, I'm not no preacher like Miss Elisa, but I tell you something, I know a little something, something. And what I will say is that God has a message that needs to get out. And if he ain't going to get it out through you, he going to get it out through somebody else. So if you continue yes, to wait and not get in position, you are risking decay. Yes. Right. You know what? Yeah, mm -hmm. That's so powerful. I was when you said that it really made me have a flashback just now uh, when I was having my firstborn. And like you, I was young and I was looking crazy. <laughs> but I, I remember I had gotten tired. I had been in labor for 24 hours and my little small frame self and this kid for me, he was seven, three. And I just thought my body was breaking. Right. And um, I remember that I had said, that's it. I am done. I don't care what y'all do. We just stay in this position. I had gotten to the point where I'll just deal with the pain because I didn't want to forget that. And I remember my mom saying to me, she said, listen, as long as that baby stays there crowning, he's risking infection. He's getting a fever and you're getting a fever. Now, both of you guys are going to get sick. And she said, I don't know what it's going to take. She said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to find a mirror. I want you to see that you're almost up. The baby's crowning. You're about to give birth. And it gave me like a, it gave me a push in, like you said, mentally, mentally. in my mindset that said, whoa, wait a minute. This baby is crowning. There really is. There's something bigger than me that coming and so I just grabbed strength from somewhere I don't even know where it came from I grabbed strength from somewhere and I was like let me get this baby out because at that 
point, it triggered me to push past the pain. Uh-huh. And so that's what will happen that if I would have stayed in that position, I would have got I was getting sick. The baby was getting sick. And now, look, something's going to happen to both of us. And I think that's what happens when we're not in position. We risk getting sick. You know, we just said this is about overdoing over it. We're holding on to our mastery. We're holding on to our skills. We're holding on to our vision. We're holding on to our dream. Mm-hmm. We're overdoing over it and we risk getting sick. You carrying that baby so long, honey, your back is going to start hurting. You're going to start gaining weight excessively, water retention. So now you're going to trigger uh, high blood pressure. Now you're triggering fevers and all of these other things and not even to mention what type of potential, potential damage you're doing to the baby. All because like you said, we're afraid to push past the pain and get that baby out there and birth it. Yeah. Yeah. And because we are not getting in position. That not is, in position. That has been our theme since we got started, which is get in position. Get you know, in position. So you can be better prepared to deliver. You know, so when we think of when I think of some of you guys who are coaches, who's on, who's listening. One of the things that I would say is I hear a lot of you talk about, you know, I'm working on this project. I'm working on that project. I'm working on this project, but haven't yet taken the time to clear your message, you know, to get clear on your message. That's something Elisa spoke about. That is an example of not being in position. Right. So I work yes. with a lot of speakers and you're like, <clears throat> oh, I'm going to get books. I'm going to get books. I'm pitching myself here. I'm pitching myself here, but have not yet created a a presentation that converts. Right. So a Mm. lot of people is like doing a lot of speaking, not earning, doing a lot of speaking, not getting rewards that they're looking for. Why? Because you weren't yet in position. You don't have everything that you need to be able to deliver smoothly. Yes. Right. Not saying that you're never going to have a bumpy road because you will. That's what this journey is all about. But being prepared is very important. And I and I want to say that that's what getting in position is all about. Preparation. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, Niala, it brings me to my last point as mm-hmm. I was thinking about it, that the last reason why we haven't birthed our vision is simply because we haven't acknowledged our baby's daddy. Oh yeah. Okay. You know, let me let me do baby's daddy. Talk to me about that. Oh yeah. Let me let me just talk about it. See, a lot of times what happens is we like to take credit. You know, Mm. we find ourselves saying when especially when our kids are doing good. Now when they acting a fool and when they carrying on, we don't want to disown them, you know. That's but but when they're doing good, we like to take credit. We like to say, That's my baby right there. You know, she got that from me. me. You know, (laughs) he that he got that from our side of the family, right? We wanna get the credit. And so a lot of times when we tell the truth about the matter is we get to this self-centered place where it's just about us. We like to say did you see what I accomplished? Did you see what I did? Did you did you see how I was able to captivate this? Did you see that I was finally able to master my mindset? Did you see that I was able to get on this platform? But we're not realizing, and I'm not a preacher, but I do love the word. And it <laughs> says that every good and perfect gift comes from God. That's and right. so we have to say, wait a minute, I need to acknowledge my baby's father. My gift came from God. He blessed me with the mindset, with the mastery, with this vision, with this purpose for the reason of helping somebody else and so a lot of times because we don't acknowledge him in all our ways we wonder why we're not in position we're wondering why we don't have a delivery plan we're wondering why we're delivering prematurely is because we have not acknowledged him and said you know what and see what we don't realize is acknowledging God does more than just put him in position it says to him because this is your gift 
when I get when I get um down and out and when I get discouraged, listen, this is your thing. You called me to do this. You put this burden in my heart. You put this vision in my hand. So I'm gonna need you to come in and put a little grace and mercy. I'm gonna need a little favor. I'm gonna need you to drop a little blessing. I'm gonna need you to find me some connection. Uh-huh. I'm gonna need you to be the plug because <laughs> you put this purpose in my heart. And yeah. it takes some of the burden off of us when we acknowledge our baby's father. When we say, you know what, listen, y'all, none of this is me. I could not do this by myself. God help me. And he strengthens me to do this. Then it puts him in a position to say, wait a minute, is that my daughter out there trying to get this done? Let me, you ever seen Salt Bay? how he just sprinkles this <laughs> yeah. salt and all of a sudden, right? I feel like sometimes when I'm down and out and when I'm feeling like, I don't know, I'm going to throw the whole purpose away. I feel like he just does this little sprinkle sometimes mm. and bam, blessings open up and windows of opportunity open up. And next thing yes. I know, you know, I'm being asked to do this and these things are coming through for me. And so I just believe that when you come back down to the basics, you can have all the mastery in the world. You can have all the content in the world. You can have all the so-called resources in the world. But if you don't acknowledge your baby's daddy, if you don't say, you know, when I was growing up, we had testimony service and the the old saints would get up and the first thing they would say is first give an honor to God who is the head of my life. Like that's how they opened up because they were teaching us before I say anything about what I did, before I say anything about yeah. what I'm handling, let me make sure that you know God gets the glory out of whatever it is that I'm doing. And so I think that for a lot of us, we have to bring ourselves back and trust, you know, and again, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all our heart, yeah. lean not into our own understanding in all our ways, acknowledge him. And then what does he do? He directs our path. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny that you bring that up because this week in my Facebook group, we were having a conversation just talking about a little bit of the pain that comes with growing in this online space. And I remember one of the ladies responding and basically saying, I can't wait to get to a place of overflow when I can just get out and I can share and I can, you know, and I responded to her saying, you know, thank you for sharing. But I feel like if you have to learn how to be at a place of overflow now, you know, Mm. so it's like a lot of times you're praying to God, can I have more? Can I have more? Can I have more? But you're not thanking him for what you have now. You're not working with what you have now. And what I've learned over my journey is that when I started to acknowledge how great everything I already had was, I was able to be blessed with more. So again, it's just bringing you back to the whole mentality of how do you look at things, right? Where are you giving your glory? Are you trying to take the shine? Are you only mentioning your baby's father when you um, want something or when you are yep. going through the pain and you're like god why, why oh that's good put me through the pain right so that's, that's good. the only time you want to call his name but when you yep. women when mm. you women you're not you're not giving the glory to where it belongs right that's good so i can feel you on that one definitely you guys have to learn to acknowledge your baby father i love that <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right, guys. So let's recap for them one more time. Um, Elisa, I just want to go over some of the points that you mentioned tonight so we can make sure that everyone has it. The four reasons why you guys are struggling to birth your vision right now. Hear us. We're just picking up the mirror. That's all we're doing. Just picking up the mirror so you can acknowledge where you're at and start making some changes. All right. So here's what I have for you guys. One, you're trying to deliver prematurely. 
right, Elisa? That's what that was your yep. first one. Trying to deliver Absolutely. prematurely. Number two, you don't have a delivery plan. So if that's you, get yourself where someone can help you. And that's another thing I put out earlier in my post. I said, find somebody that can give you the blueprint. Yes. You only know what you know. Right. So find somebody that can give you the blueprint. Um, Give me one second. I think our Zoom is coming out just a little bit. Hold on. Hold on. There we go. I think I just got a message from my assistant that we were cutting out a little bit. So, right, you only know what you know. So if you are someone who needs that delivery plan, go and get that delivery plan so you can put what you need to put in action. So you can get yes. the roadmap to go where you're going. And we're just fixing the screen here. It's amazing how we can do this live right in front of you so you can <laughs> see how we do this. Do you see that, guys? That is technology. Um, so we should be back. So yeah, number two, you must have your delivery plan. Number three, you must be in that position to push. You must be in that position to push. And last but not least, you have yet to acknowledge your baby father, right? And every good and perfect gift comes from God. So you definitely Absolutely. have to acknowledge him through this process. So guys, make sure the reason that you are overdue is not because of you. Oh, yes, ma'am. Right? Make, Absolutely. Right. Make sure the reason why you are overdue is not because of you. Make sure that you are filling your mind with the right things. Make sure you are surrounding yourself with the right people. Make sure you are continuing to get yourself in position so the greatness that you have inside of you can come out. Awesome. All right, guys. So, Elisa, I just want to thank you so, so much for being with me. I'm excited. I've just, I loved it. I have enjoyed this. It's been phenomenal. <laughs> thank you for having me. I feel so special to be your first guest. So thank you for having me. Yes, guys, if you have yet to share this out, definitely share this out. If you are on the replay, put hashtag replay below so I can say what's up to you. Do not forget that Elisa also has a show that happens every Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mic Drop Monday. These are the places where you want to be. Monday, you need to be listening to Mic Drop Monday, okay, <laughs> and getting that mindset that you need and the empowerment that you need to get you through the week. And then Thursday, you need to come over here and get some strategies and some that's tools right. that's going to help you put all of that into place. All right. So we hope to see you again next Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This has been episode four in the birthing experience. My name is Niala, the master midwife, and we want to thank you again. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Birthing Experience. If you liked our podcast, leave a review or comment and be sure to tune in next time.